Welcome to The Closing Table. I'm your host, Joseph Foley. Today, we have Min Su of Access Re, uh, founder and CEO. Thanks for coming to the show today. Sure. Uh, glad to be here. Great. So, uh, let's, why don't we start from the beginning. Tell me a little about your education, your work background, and how you fell in love with real estate. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, you know, I think, like most people, um, uh, trying to figure out life. Uh, you know, I started business and economics uh, with a trajectory to law school, uh, and I, I, you know, I actually ended ended up in real estate accidentally. Um, but I think, as anyone that falls in love with real estate, you love the physicality. It's dynamic. Uh, has a lot of depth. Um, there's no way to become an expert in everything, um, and so. Uh, I ended up getting into real estate uh, through a good colleague of mine, uh, Josh Carr, at Columbia University. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we both sort of uh, kicked our careers off, becoming consultants. Uh, got an opportunity to work on you know lots of high different, uh, lots of different high-profile projects. Um, and then eventually, sort of ended up on the buy side, uh, working for two very well-known real estate families, uh, doing private equity. Uh, and then also teaching at Columbia, uh, which is, I think, how I uh, met you. Yes, yes. Another alma mater. Uh, and alum Are you an alumni at Columbia as well? Uh, actually, no. I'm oh, not. Okay. I'm not. But I go back to 2007. Okay. Uh, and so it's been, some, it's been a few years. That's it's a good amount of time. It's a great time. Crisis to, you know, the up, upswing. Boom crisis. Uh, boom. <laughs> so, <laughs> There's a big yeah. boom going on right now, yes. So, you know, that's great. I, I love the fact that you have this dynamic and it's amazing. And, you know, that tells me a little bit more about your website uh, and the program that you built, which, in my opinion, is going to change the industry drastically uh, on multiple levels, on the retail level to the institutional. Uh, you know, why don't you tell me a little bit about how you came up with the idea and uh, kind of like, you know, where the beginning is for the product-wise for SS3 and where you kind of see where the future is about to go. Yeah, I, it's interesting. Um, you know, how, you know, I decided to found the company. I think every analyst in this industry at some point late at night has thought to themselves, there's got to be a better way to do financial underwriting uh, and build models. And I, I was no exception. Um, you know, around uh, 2008, you know, when I was teaching and I was working for the family office, you know, I think that was maybe the first time I said it to myself. Um, you know, fast forward. You know, I work in the industry, building financial models, working on transactions, teaching the subject, uh, and I realized that you know, after a decade, it still is exactly the same. And having conversations with uh, some of the older guys in my office and you know, mentors, it was the same in 1996 as it is today, mm -hmm. which is pretty shocking. Um, so fast forward, you know, I decided to leave my job and found Assess, and so you know, what Assess really does is. Uh, it sort of takes financial modeling for real estate, uh, specifically commercial deals, and sort of rethinks it and brings it into the future. Make it easy, uh, quick, uh, have it be great to use, easy to use, and be able to share very easily. Um, you know, it was no easy feat. Um, you know, with my background, um, our great team, a quant finance guy, our chief technology officer, um, you know, uh, our other Columbia real estate uh, domain guys in the office. Um, building technology that does, uh, you know, very powerful uh, things, especially in the real estate industry, is not easy. Mm -hmm. um, real estate professionals have an extremely high bar. Um, uh, the expectations are enormous. And so building great tech for the real estate, uh, com uh, commercial real estate tech community is actually quite 
difficult. Um, and so we're excited to uh, you know, be out there and be part of the community and to be solving these problems, uh, especially for the commercial real estate industry, an industry that's been very close to me for a long time. Well, I mean, I, I like to go on. It's, it's not just that it's where we have sophisticated ideas. I think that people get stuck in their ways. Uh, let's, you know, I don't want to really knock Excel or Argus, but it's just very old school and it's very, you know, once you start doing it, it's easier to keep doing it uh, over and over again. And that's where I think that your clients, it's going to be an easy, you know, the barrier entry for this. It's going to be a lot easier than, you know, have to going through Argus training and Excel training, in my opinion, after trying your demo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that was the intent. Um, and it's great because I started off in the industry learning Argus. Um, that was actually the first bit of advice that I was given um, mm -hmm. when I wanted to get into the industry was, you know, what do I do? Uh, take a real estate finance class, learn how to use the HP-12C, yes. uh, and learn how to use Argus. Yes. Um, so many, many sleepless nights. Um, you know, that was over a decade ago. Um, uh, you know, the way forward, it um, it as Great as it was, and as revolutionary as it was when it first delivered to the market, uh, late '80s, early '90s, um, you know, uh, sort of rethinking that workflow. Um, you know, two-day training. You know, Josh Carr and I, you know, we screw around and teach artists. Mm -hmm. um, you know, two-day, three-day trainings, uh, onboarding. Um, you know, if you look at every other technology industry, um, you know, they brought those times of onboarding, learning, uh, focusing around usability, user experience. Um, that, that's a relatively new thing, uh, and we'd like to bring that to the commercial real estate industry. Um, that, you know, uh, times change, uh, sometimes quicker than I think people realize. Yes. Uh, so why don't you tell me, like, your ideal clients? You guys just had your beta come out, uh, your commercial launches very shortly. It's coming shortly. Uh, why don't you tell me about what your ideal client is and, you know, the, where you kind of see the growth happening about that? Yeah, absolutely. For us, um, essentially anyone that touches real estate valuation in, in any respects, uh, especially if they uh, work on numbers, um, you know, ideally for us, um, you know, the people that are in the most pain, and what I mean by that is um, they're uh, spending tremendous amount of time and energy uh, underwriting, looking for someone to underwrite, um, or if they're not, they're uh, doing it themselves, um, where the pain point's high. And so, you know, anyone that's working on a transaction that might be a small, uh, you know, mixed-use, multifamily investment, uh, you know, up to working on a $100 million transaction. It could be a billion-dollar transaction. Uh, ultimately, it's, you know, we do the algebra, the real estate finance really well. Mm -hmm. um, and so anyone that's really uh, underwriting real estate uh, uh, for investment purposes, uh, partnerships, um, you know, any banks, uh, appraisers, uh, you know, many of our ideal customers are our beta users. Um, we're in open beta right now. Uh, our product's completely free to use in open beta. Um, yeah, we really believe that it's important that we have a lot of people using the product that actually would use it and, you know, for them to be testers and tell us, um, you know, what's wrong with it. Mm -hmm. uh, how can we improve it? Uh, you know, uh, this financing metric is missing or, um, you know, this isn't uh, as necessarily clear to me as I thought it would be. Um, even being a real estate expert, uh, working in the industry, building a product is an entirely different beast. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Sometimes. just a little bit. Just a little, just bit. little bit. I mean, you can yeah. put sensitive analysis and make you know uh, Excel very sexy, but when it comes down to the dynamics of algebra and coding, you know, it's next level. Uh, which I heard that you have one, a great comp in the back uh, that does your back uh, coding, which is great, and a close friend of yours as well. 
so why don't we go into the next thing? So what, what made you finally like say, let's take the standards programs, go after Argus, Excel, and many others, and you know, how did you develop this program you know, to basically be more efficient? Uh, and you know, what does it bring to the table that these guys don't? And you know, kind of walk us through one of the examples of one of the sectors, uh, multifamily office or industrial, if you, if you please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, a perfect example um, in any sort of mixed-use commercial office property is, you know, dealing with camp reimbursements or just market leasing. Uh, what do you do with vacant space? Mm -hmm. um, you know, vacant space traditionally, um, you know, if you needed to create a sensitivity, which let you see uh, what your cash flows might be if your rents were 40 or 50 or $60 a foot. Uh, traditionally, that required uh, many Excel files. Um, different types of um, you know Argus files, and you would have to create numbers of sensitivities that would take uh, real time. Um, you know, even the sharpest analysts, you know, it still took them um, significant time to do this. And so, pain points like that, where um, through repetition and, and you know great user design, um, and you know just with software, you can handle it much more quickly, uh, effectively, uh, and in a much more easy way for the user. Um, we can take a pain point like that and automate as much as possible. Um, and so a lot of that thought process of where are the biggest time sucks? Mm -hmm. um, if you, when we queried our analysts uh, for our first batch of prototype testing, we asked 100 analysts, how many hours a week do you spend modeling? How many hours a week do you spend formatting reports? Um, and how many hours a week do you spend doing everything else? The vast majority told us about 30 to 35 hours a week of modeling. Of the 30 to 35 hours a week, half of it was formatting reports. Yeah. Um, and so we thought, well, we need to solve those two things and do it well. Um, and so ideally, our system brings the 30 to 35 hours a week, you know, if you're doing underwriting all day long, um, down to 10 or less. Um, so that's sort of the dream for us in terms of the value we deliver for a real estate uh, analysts that's crunching numbers all day long. Um, so little things like that, you know, usability, uh, how it's presented, how do you manage expense groups, um, all these nitpicky complex things that you might run into as an analyst. We thought, how do we make that easier? Yeah. Uh, and that essentially works into our product development pipeline and uh, product management and product development, um, you know, in terms of whether we're working, you know, in Agile or, you know, different product development process, um, you know, all that stuff. Um, you know, it's taken some time. That um, you know, we have a great team. Um, you know, uh, you know, we have two quants on the team. I manage the product development myself. Uh, we have a great user design, user experience person on staff. Uh, congratulations! Oh, well, you guys you. only launched it not that long ago, too. So I mean, you know, things take time. You know, tr you're trying to take on the industry a little bit. Uh, so why don't we talk about the current market and what you think about the future of technology and real estate since? You are a startup at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, we are, we are a bonafide real estate uh, tech company, but we're a tech company first. Um, you know, as a real estate professional, you know, I still you know, speak to many professionals in the industry. Uh, we live in interesting times. Um, the economy is sort of, we've never had an analog for where we are today. Mm. Uh, so that makes it very fascinating um, as an observer. Uh, as a real estate technology, you know, especially, especially as a startup, it's fascinating. The, the commercial real estate tech space, um, you know, there's never really been this much innovation happening, um, especially as the forefront in this format. Um, a lot of real estate tech startups um, 
have a lot of trouble in the industry, especially understanding um, the industry or professionals in general. Um, you know, you know, we as real estate professionals have very high expectations of all the products that we use. Yes. Um, I think the one way to describe it is either it works or it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's very blunt. And it, a lot of technologists aren't used to that response. They're used to, you know, I, I like it and, and sort of more subtle cues um, in sort of the user experience. And so the bar is very high. Um, also, it's, it's a very old industry. It's a $17 trillion plus industry that's been around uh, as long as I think people or you know, land use and title were around. Um, it's or been around. Caveman days. Caveman days as well. Um, <laughs> yes. and, and so people make good money in the industry. Um, there's a lot of problems with it. Mm -hmm. um, and so translating you know, Uber for this, Uber for that uh, marketplace and vaulting on real estate um, and technology concepts isn't as literal and direct as I think people think. And so there's a lot of, there's a steep learning curve in that sense. Um, you know, I don't think venture capitalists think of us uh, or think of the sector as an asset class just yet. It hasn't really, really taken off. Uh, but there's a lot of uh, really, really bright people doing some really cool stuff. Uh, hopefully sort of as the industry adopts and, and sees technology more as a benefit as trying to make the uh, industry um, uh, more effective. I think efficiency gets overused. Um, sometimes if you say efficiency to, uh, let's say, a brokerage team, they think, well, that means removing me, right? Yes. Uh, and so uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of gray area, um, but eventually I think um, you know, the industry will see that um, there are a lot of positives to uh, integrating uh, good technology into their processes, property management, transaction management, documentation. Um, I think DocuSign is a great example. People don't see it as necessarily real estate tech, but having a digital signature has made contract executions very, very fast. Um, no faxing and things of that nature. Well, I mean, they also said the internet would change real estate drastically, and with Street Easy, Zillow, real estate brokers would never, never to be needed. If anything, uh, they need to be needed even more because you have to be able to have that broker to be able to market this property, be there, and kind of make it more efficient at the end of the day. You're not necessarily, if they, if they you know, go against the grain, uh, Barbara Corcoran was one that always took technology steamful. Uh, she was the first one to be like, email's very good for us, instead of the phone calls and stuff. Uh, she's also the one that actually said that like, we need a database and share listings, uh, because it used to be on paper. So if, if, if the brokers kind of say like, oh, you're walking me away, that's, that's, that's completely wrong. They should actually be using it as a benefit, saying this is more, making your job more efficient, uh, utilizing those tools. In my opinion, I, I think that's huge. Yeah. Uh, and, and another thing going into like the five tech, you know, that's the big industry that everyone's going now is like these SaaS programs and cloud-based opportunities. So I think that you have something really great here, and it's amazing, and I'm like excited for you guys. Well, thank you. It's, I'm glad you're excited. I mean, it, it, it kind of kills my consulting business, but I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I mean, we have the I have the outsourced uh, consulting business that we help a lot of family offices and stuff that are not ready to take it to, to the next level because it is still backdated to back of all envelope analysis sometimes in some of these smaller deals. Uh, so you know. At the end of the day, they still need people to do this stuff and learn the programs and get it done. So I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, I mean, that's the mismatch. I think you described yeah. it very, very accurately. Um, you know, I think uh, there are some companies that very blatantly say, you know, that say, we want to cut out the middleman. Mm -hmm. um, the reason why, you know, if I'm selling a property 
I don't want to sell it myself. Yeah. Um, I want to hire a broker and you know, whether they leverage technology or they're running all the processes that they could have you know, turned into technology or leverage technology, it doesn't matter to me. What matters is that the end result is great. Uh, we saw it with sort of in the near ecosystem where brokers are still a little bit more closed, mm-hmm. um, whereas you see you know, within that even same national brokerage on the West Coast, um, those brokers leverage databases, email blasts, and they always get top dollar for every transaction. Um, so you can have two diametrically opposed, um, you know, uh, you know, ways to sell property as a broker. But what we're seeing is that you know even they're seeing the value of the database, the technology, leveraging it. Um, so it's really a matter of time. Um, it's, it, I completely agree with you. And so I'm excited for you guys. So as you are aware, uh, the show is called the Closing Table. You worked at a family office, private equity. Uh, and did a lot of investments. You know, this means a lot to a lot of different people. I have some developers on the show. It means one thing. I have people that are that are fine, uh, family office that invest in uh, in debt. I have uh, asset managers that just you know have a thesis. What does that mean to you uh, from your past and what that currently means for your current company? Yeah, it's interesting. As as a real estate guy, previously um, the closing table was always it was a physical table. Um, and what's interesting is it was the culmination of all the work, um, a lot of legal documentation, checking the boxes, uh, dotting I's and crossing T's. Um, and then it meant a closing dinner. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, depending on how big the transaction, the closing dinner was great. Yeah. Um, what's interesting as uh, a technologist uh, that's you know, peripherally still related to the real estate business or directly. Um, the closing table for us and what it really means to us right now, at least to me, is you know, we sort of start a relationship with a customer um, when we close at that table. And then for us, as a SaaS provider, we need to continually deliver deep value for our customer, ongoing, in perpetuity. Um, and so for us, it's, it's no longer a culmination. Um, you know, previously, whereas in real estate, it was a milestone point in time. Uh, but for us, it's really the beginning of the relationship with the customer. Um, where, you know, we can uh, deliver the best customer service that we can possibly offer, uh, deep value for the product, uh, and we have to constantly be improving the product uh, on a regular basis. Uh, and that's sort of how you know we see it now. But sort of jumping back to real estate, it sort of does feel like closing a piece of land and entitling it. Um, you know digging it out, putting foundations in, building a property, leasing it up, and then holding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you have to deliver that lasting value to your tenants over time. Um, so it's different in that sense, uh, but it sort of does circle back. And it's very similar. It's awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So why don't you tell our guests, uh, there's people listening, people watching, you know, we'll have it on the website uh, for you guys, but how could they get in touch with you or check out your product? Um, uh, you can always uh, reach out to us and check out our product on our website, uh, uh, assessre.com. Um, you can always search for us on LinkedIn, uh, Minsa, and um, you know we're always available. And so, um, you know, always feel free to check out what we're doing. It's uh, we think it's pretty neat, and uh, you know we're generally very flexible and available. So, thank you very much, Ben, for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Cheers. Uh, so I'm your host, Joseph Foley. Uh, check us out at www.closing-table.com. You can check out our Instagram and Facebook at Closing Table. Uh, so at the end of the show, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Let's get you to the winning side.